Do you remember when Ben said your body is a wonder wall? <laughs> All right, what's up? Cold open. Cold open. Welcome to the Dog Days podcast, British FIFA song opening <laughs> editions. <laughs> I think we'll have to make Jadu edit it in because the audio is not great. That's okay. Brendan, give us a little sample of the, these lyrics. I, I want to hear what's actually going on here. Hey guys, I, want, I want to do a dramatic reading of a All right. body remix. Set the scene. RD E1 quotes 3X3 ZT 3X3 Bugsy Malone Boney Fivio Foreign and Darku. Gang's all here. And that's that's Everyone. the name. And then and then uh the artist is uh Tion Wayne X uh Russ Millions. All right. I said I read this to you right now. Maybe Jadu can like edit some like dramatic music I over those so. as you read it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> this isn't a dramatic reading this is just you playing the song uh, says A have you seen the state of our body mad if I beat it I ain't wearing a Johnny Adiolo want to roll with a geezer is it me or the lifestyle sweetheart actually I don't give a shit I'm a rapper now might as well live in it she smoke up in my hotel, billing it. You can do what you like, darling. RD don't give a F. Still get brain when I smoke. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, really quick. He said he said like it like three times, and he said I don't give an F instead of I don't give a shit. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> yeah, what are you he, doing? Said, he said, uh, I'm a rapper now. Might as well live in it. She smoke up in my hotel, billing it. You can do what you want, like what you want. You can do what you like, darling. RD don't give a <laughs> No, that sounds like this. This sounds like this. <laughs> you know what? Even though it's in English, I don't really know what he's talking about. You know when I... you like read Beowulf and you're like, damn, I yeah. used to speak like that. <laughs> Yeah. Is that everyone's gonna be talking in like a hundred years looking back at us like what were they saying? One one thing that I will give a little footnote on is that he said something about I won't wear a Johnny, and that definitely means condom in like British slang. So that you're, you're welcome. A very fun word. I got an uncle named John. You have an uncle named Condom. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I had a friend when I was at Marquette, and his last name was Condon with an okay. N, with an N as in Nancy. But like, that's a problem. It's just one letter away. And we always, he, he is a business dude. And we said, like, if you don't open up Condon's condoms, like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? <laughs> Honestly, there's no condom company I would trust more than Condon's condoms. You know, it's in the name. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, the parents did this on purpose because, like, it's like one thing to have like names that are unfortunate today, like Dick. But like, that used to be a real like like that's a real name, you know. 
But like Condon, is that a real name? Like, has anyone ever been named that before? I mean, last it's, name. It's, I think it's, it's his last name. Sorry. Yeah, it, it's oh. actually. I think that's fairly common. I've heard that before. Like, I think it's, it's like a German rare. name. Yeah. I okay. I've never heard his last name before, but it makes more sense as a last name. I thought that was his first name, so I was like, "That's just so unfortunate." So unfortunate. Maybe like naming your son or your daughter like uh, Mast Hole. I don't know. <laughs> or like Enos, which I think is also a name. <laughs> son, yeah. your name is going to be Enos. <laughs> With a silent P. I mean, at the I, beginning. Yeah, it's like that meme where it's like I named we named our our daughter Rose because we like roses. Why am I called Duma, Dad? Well, <laughs> Duma nuts. Duma nuts. You know, I'm I'm sitting here right now. I'm eating a nice snack, and it's probably the least podcast friendly food one could imagine. It's okay. Don't worry. We're doing like product placement right now. It's also like an audio medium for oh, like up the, a large portion of it. So, is this an advertisement for Transmolka headphones? <laughs> <laughs> I just realized I'm not wearing my headphones. So, she smoke up in my hotel. I'm feeling it. Like, I feel like I kind of want to do like a Shakespeare style, like deep, like line by line, analyze what they're talking <laughs> about in that song. So I feel like there's a lot more than just meets the surface level, you know? Well, if you actually, if you read it the right way, you realize it's a sonnet, the whole thing. <laughs> so Shakespearean. Like, Bill in it. Like, Maybe he's talking about Bill Clinton. Is he talking? Oh. Or Bill Gates. Oh. Or Bill Cosby. Think about it. Ooh. Think about it. This goes. This goes deeper. This is not just a song about you know some everyday rap song. He's trying to tell us something here. What do you see? Look deeper. Think outside the box. Where is the hidden treasure? I think you're licensed to be a therapist now. <laughs> I just got my degree in, uh, in uh, psychology from DeVry for saying that. <laughs> Phoenix University. <laughs> Wait, is it University of Phoenix online or something? Uh, no, Harvard. bro, we were literally just looking it up the other day. I forget. Was I with you, Shane, or was I with you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was, I was like, I up. bet you uh, University of Phoenix has like more famous alumni than UCSD. And they're like, nah, no way. And we looked it up, and guess who is a freaking alumni? Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, what? Bro, those those for-profit colleges are crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah, they, they really are. I mean, aren't all the colleges for-profit? Yeah, but it's an actually it, they add the scamminess to a whole nother level when it's yeah. for-profit schools. That's when it gets really bad. I really like want to talk to someone who like went to one of those and like went there and went through the entire program and graduated. Like, I really would love to hear what that experience is like and like if they've been able to like get a job since then you know yeah that's tough like That'd i really interesting now it would like i wonder what the atmosphere is like like it, it just feels like a like a scam like just straight up 
you can ask Shaq. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I mean, we all know. Shaq graduated from University of Phoenix. Now he's the new Papa John. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, Dude, the key to his success, um, not even ba- it wasn't basketball that got Shaq famous. It was his University of Phoenix degree. Exactly. <laughs> In in basketball, <laughs> <laughs> basketball is just a side thing he was doing, you know. Yeah. Bro, Shaq, how do you think that man sits on a toilet? Like, yeah. how do you think he has like? Do you think if they make like he made like an extra, maybe like an extra big one, would that be more comfortable? Maybe I imagine it I, must. I feel like he's got it like in his in his uh in his own house in Shaq's crib. Like he probably has like reinforced toilets like an extra like big bathroom or something oh like, gosh yeah i hope he has custom made. like because when you're that tall you can't experience like a normal bathtub you know you have yeah. to like go one you have to make it giant or something <laughs> yeah, i mean he could afford it he could afford he could afford a custom uh that's honestly like if i ever like make money that's like the one luxury i would like pay for is i want a bathtub i can actually fit in because i'm tall and i can't do that it's very sad like i want to like i want to have a bubble bath then (laughs) i cannot tell you how much like i want one and i don't know why i think i just like the idea of it but i've never been able to experience it since i was like five bro our our uh our tub and meet the room me and brendan shared last year that thing was pretty big like that was solid for bubble baths do you remember that tub brendan Wait, wasn't that just like a shower? No, there was there was like a tub like with with the tiles, and it was just extra oh, big. It was such a weird bathroom. It was so big that it yeah. didn't seem real, dude. That shower was so nice. Oh, I I am someone who appreciates a nice shower. Yeah. Like I will be upset if like I have to take a shower, you know, and like come somewhere, someone's house or whatever, and it's just really <laughs> shit water pressure. It's no. <laughs> Bro, one time I went over to uh, Oswald's house, and. Uh, I'm there and they're like, yeah, by the way, like, oh, we'll run the bath for you. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. I can just take a shower. They're like, we only have baths. His house well, honestly, only that's, baths. That's tough because then, like, I like baths, but the thing is I can't do that every day because that's just, it's not time efficient or water efficient, you know? I'm in a rush. I got things to do. I, Who the fuck's taking a bath every take day? Take a bath before work. I've seen people with, like, bowls. Well, when you like, live... Well, Ozzy lives in the set of Bly Manor, oh, so that's, he can, that's right. it's probably well, very nice. Presence. He lives in some, like, old, like, country British house. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, like, all these, like, fucking, like, old-fashioned uh, bathtubs, like, with the feet and shit. And they, he saw servants bring him in, like, buckets of hot water. Oh, yeah, I think they did have feet on Exactly. <laughs> all right, so... Jadu has been silent this whole time, definitely because he's just been thinking of an epic joke to say. So, are you ready, Jadu? Without further Jadu? Knock, knock. Who's there? Who's there? Fuck, I think they left. <laughs> oh, got him! Oh <laughs> Should I let him back in or not? <laughs> no, I think he cracked under the pressure. He joins late and spot and he just can't. <laughs> well, great episode, everyone. That was dog days. <laughs> <laughs> That's called knocking on someone's door, but you have social anxiety and you run away because you decide you're not up to it. <laughs> Let's not make this too real, all right? <laughs> 
Bro, did you ever, um, like, when you were younger, like, when I was in, uh, when I was in Scouts growing up, like, we did a thing, like, we would go to door-to-door selling, like, Christmas wreaths and, uh, I think, like, flowers and shit in the springtime. But we had to go door-to-door and, like, sell shit. And it's always, like, have you ever knocked on someone's door and you literally see them in their house and then they don't, they just ignore you and don't answer the oh door? Oh, my God. Yes. It's the fucking most awkward situation because you're just like, what do I do? Like, do I just leave? <laughs> Bro, like, door to door anything is so bad. It's yeah, so it's hard real. to do. Yeah, I, I would not want to. I do not envy that job. Although I, I would always politely say no, but yeah, that you have to deal that you have to deal with people. That's a lot of one on one. I'm sure yeah. whenever uh, some uh, someone tries to call Shane to like sell some service Shane talks to that person for like three hours I'm, I'm not quite that nice I'll just oh I'm a hell of a way I guess if some if I pick up and like if it gets through the spam filter on my phone because usually it'll pop up and say like suspected spam which is hella nice but if it gets through that and like I'm like oh I'm like they're work calling an answer and they're like hello like, we'd like to talk to you about insurance today I'm like no they just <laughs> hang up I mean that that's not being bro. That's just being direct. Like I know you're yeah. selling. I'm not interested. I, I'm definitely bro that. I, that's I blocked, fair. I blocked all the ones that call me. There's only there. Oh really, what? I just I one by one I blocked them all. Dude, that's so smart. I never thought of that. <laughs> you're like Ash Ketchum of of um, what's that called? Phoning. You're like <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, he's like the Ash Ketchum of um no, but I'm, I'm trying. Oh, to I thought you said Ashton Kutcher. I was like, where are you no. going with this? <laughs> bro, you're no, like um, the Ashton Kutcher of family. Telemarketing. You're the Ash Ketchum of telemarketing, bro. You cut Thank them you. all. I guess like you can definitely be ruder. Like there's like been a couple of times when Asia would get like a uh, like she got like a bunch of spam calls in the same day. And like she would just pick up the phone and just at the top of her lungs scream directly into the phone and then just hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's, 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 that, that's dipping into rudeness, but like also it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> you can always make you can always like make up scenarios too, and it'd just be like, hey, like I'm actually at um I'm actually at a funeral right now. Um, what is this about? And just or just make it really weird. <laughs> Like um, I'm getting a colonoscopy. Can this hold for a sec? You know, just get creative with it. Right. Even I've been waiting for your call. The, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been standing outside your house, just waiting for you to call me. Is this the uh? Is this the uh, audio sex line? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're just like you answer, just like like Frankie. What the fuck? I was waiting for you to call me. What the fuck, dude, bro? What do I do with this body? Like I'm fucking freaking out right now, man. <laughs> Have you guys ever like, gotten like a new phone here. and started to get like weird text messages like that? No. Oh. Like, Bro. what do I do with the body? No, 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 no. not what I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I uh, you might yeah, want to, you like, might want to into that one. I just remember my dad got a new phone one year, and like someone had his old number, or someone had that phone's number still, but thought it was someone else, and they kept like saying like, "Yo, when are we gonna meet up?" Ow. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, and then like my dad wouldn't respond, and then like a day later he'd be like, "Hey, did you get my message?" Ow. And then, like, my dad wouldn't respond. He'd be like, bro, I have this stuff. Al, when are we meeting up? Al. I sent you a a picture of my penis. Please respond. (laughs) Al. (laughs) Dude, and then one time, like, I guess some other guy, like, had my dad's, my dad got, like, a 
new phone. I don't know, for whatever reason, I don't know my dad's a trapper, but he's had like eight different phones in my lifetime. <laughs> but like, basically like he got a new phone, but everyone that knows my dad, like had his old number and started just like messaging it and like asking it questions about like, like, Hey, do you want to join the fantasy football league? And I guess whoever got his phone was some like punk or whatever. He's like, F you. I want Epping to join your stupid ass fantasy league. <laughs> and so it's just like Jill Grider gets that message back from my dad. And it's so confused. <laughs> He's having a rough day over there. He was so angry. <laughs> oh my gosh. They got added to the fantasy football group chat. And they were not happy about it. Everyone was just like, yo, so maybe uh, Tom doesn't want to be in the league this year. <laughs> yeah, guys, I, have a, I just have a feeling. A sneaking suspicion. He might not want to play. And we used to just prank call that number all the time. Damn. My voice just cracked. <laughs> Damn. Damn. It, it, it happens like every once in a while and it's always like the most like embarrassing shameful thing i'm just like well what the yeah. fuck Why anytime, do that to me throat? <laughs> anytime it happens to me it gives me a little like i have like a flashback like ratatouille style where i'm in middle school and i start you know i think back to those times and i don't miss it i don't miss when the voice cracks are more common no what's the absolute worst time ever to um to have your voice crack ever in the middle of uh fuck Never i guess mind. during an acceptance speech or or maybe if if your wife is like who's number who's who's like uh maria and like she's holding your phone and your voice cracks like in the, in the middle of explaining who that is, I guess. That's also bad. I, would say, I would say in the middle of your father's eulogy. That's where I would say like funeral. Of like, of like a really close relative's eulogy. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's actually very reasonable can, though, technically. I feel like voice okay, cracking that yeah. moment's very fair, actually. You can okay. yeah, you can you can make that out to be like you're very emotional. I'm thinking like yeah. like first date. If you're like trying to like press someone, you're trying to make a good impression, your voice cracking a lot would not be a good look. Even if everything else is going well, you're going to be hard pressed to uh, recover from that one. That's a good fucking answer. Like, can you imagine? Like, you're like putting in your all, like you met this chick on on a bumble or whatever, started messaging her, and you're like, oh, finally, I've been single for like three years. Let's go. <laughs> and you meet up with her at fucking Applebee's because. Hey, the, 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 the two for are. 20, the two for 20, yeah. you get free appetizers. I mean, this, it's genius. Continue. All right. But never mind that, that piece of the bed, like you meet her at Roost Chris because you're just trying to go all out. Like you're Ooh. a fucking baller. You're trying to impress her. This chick's like, like five levels above you just in terms of, you know, she, she's out of your league. Right. And so you somehow got to go on a date with you and, you know, right. things are going well. You meet up with her, like you kiss her hand, you know, whatever. Ooh, like, is she a princess? Super? All right, continue. Well, I, you're super smooth, super romantic. Like, this is going so well. Like, you order three different apps, and, like, you just, you know, however, you just, anytime she runs out of, uh, you know, a drink, like, you get her a new one. Like, you know, make sure that there is another one waiting for her every time. So you're trying to get her drunk, Ben? 
No, but, well, okay. Uh, if, if she doesn't want to, of course not. Like, you're pulling out all the stops, like, making sure that she's having time of her life, right? And then in the middle, like, you you get the steaks, you're, you're sitting down to eat, and you're just like, you go to say, like, I'm just having such a great time. Like, I think it's going really well. And then you just say, I'm having such a great time. I think this is going really well. <laughs> And that's it. That's oh, it. You're done. And then game over. <laughs> no but matter then, how good the rest of the night she, goes, you're going to be thinking about that. And think about this way. If she leaves, someone has to finish those drinks. Someone has to eat those steaks. And you ran before. You did cardio before <laughs> that date. So you're hungry. You just turned a disappointment into an opportunity. Oh, man. It turns out she was one of those girls who just, like, gets free dinners out of days and just, like, peace. <laughs> that's a thing. I've heard like, that happening to people. It's crazy. Yeah. That's kind of savage. Can you they, that they do that they do what exactly? Can you repeat? So like like someone, well, I I'm not gonna say it's like all the time it's a woman doing it to a man. Like I've just heard stories of dudes that this has happened to. Yeah. But like women will like I'll just say people will go on dating apps try to get a date with someone who's expected to pay. Like they're not gonna be you know. Oh. Like someone asks them out, whatever. Like yeah, sure. Like we'll go to dinner. And then they go to this like nice restaurant, they get a nice dinner, and then they're just like, actually, I don't really like you. They just did it for a free dinner. Like that's uh, a thing that happens. Oh yeah. Dude, I was out um last week and I swear to God, I was at this like speakeasy type bar. And I felt so mm-hmm. bad for this dude because I mean I don't know what he was going through. Like, but he was there with another girl, and then I saw the girl like get up and like leave, like she was going to the bathroom or something, and never showed back up. And the kid just like has the bill in front of him and they were there before I got there. So I don't know like how much the bill got run up, but I don't think he was able to pay for it. So he like started freaking out. He was like tapping his foot and like pacing. And he was like, he like tried to talk to the bartender and like, it was just like, I could feel his like nervous pain. Uh, Wait, you're so poor that uh, a date bankrupts you? (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think. I was saying the same thing too because I'm like, bro, didn't show up with like money for like the two of them. <laughs> wait a minute, least. yeah, wait a minute, because if he couldn't pay for it, any wait a <laughs> maybe he forgot maybe, his card. Maybe he was gonna do that to the girl, but she just like beat bro. Him what if out. she like took his card or something? Oh, I mean, then I think he'd just That's step funny. out of the restaurant running and calling the police. Right. Maybe he forgot well, his card or something. What did Brennan? Did this happen um, in Spain? Espana. Yes, oh, yes, good trans did. good transition, Brennan. Tell us all about your fucking trip to Spain, bro. Let's, let's wait. Hold on. It. Can I say something before that? It's about dates. I saw on That's Instagram true. that the average price of a date in California is like two hundred bucks. What? No, it is. No, it's crazy, right? No, it's not. <laughs> it's What's the I date? think I, I think there's a, I think there's a difference between like when you're dating someone, you're trying to like impress them and like really make a good you know impression on them. And you ask them out and go on like a nice date or, you know, also like you could think like anniversaries or whatever. But like, I think once you're in a relationship, like dates aren't as like crazy and extravagant, like not, not, not yeah. never, but like, you know, if you're just like going out on a little date like during the week or whatever, you're not going to be going crazy. Look, here, <laughs> yeah. look, by the way, this is a legit plug. Like I'll plug this uh, Instagram page forever. All right. You don't even have to do anything for me uh, at fan maps. Is the best is oh. one of the best Instagram pages of all time, and uh, I have it right here. 
I don't know if you can see it. Uh, the YouTube people will, but basically it's the average uh, price of a date in the U S California. What is this? Oregon? No, Washington and New York are really expensive. They're like California is 226. Damn. Where? Actually. Like that's Hawaii is 239. What's, what's, the, that's, what's the highest? Yeah. 297 in New York. Where are people oh. going on these dates? Are they going to like a fancy know. restaurant I, in, in, like, or like in, Disneyland? In New York, like in Bang. the city. I, I get that. Yeah, I get girl, that. you, yeah. you want to go on a date to the Bank of America? Yeah, like <laughs> New York's like the bougiest to, place in the U.S. I, but like, I, I would feel going, like. I guess it depends what you're trying to do because like that, that implies you're going to like a five star restaurant or like doing like for it to be that expensive. That's a Bro, lot. I, yeah. I seriously doubt that. An average date in Tennessee cost ninety-two dollars. Even that seems high. <laughs> Wait, what's what? Yeah, what's the lowest? Like, can you tell? Try to, try to guess. No, I want to know the median. I'm guessing. Okay, okay. Okay. Go ahead, Shane. Uh, no, no, I didn't actually take that. I, my guess wasn't going to be Call right. I got to think about this more. Wait, okay, Jadu, you said Tennessee was ninety-two. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm going to say, well, Nashville. Nashville's in. I'm yeah. going to say Kentucky. No. I'm going to say, wait, I, I want to put, I want to, I want to. Kentucky's eighty-one dollars. Okay, I was lower. I was okay, lower. wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm straight up. I'm going to say Mississippi. That's a good one. Mississippi Queen. Where the fuck is Mississippi? Oh, <laughs> is MS Mississippi? Yeah. 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 Sixty-eight. It's got to be. It's got to be a state. It's got to be Do a you- state that has like literally no city you've ever heard of. Okay, literally, it's it's either gotta be like I'm gonna stake everything on this. Like I think it has to be either Mississippi or Arkansas. Oh wait, maybe it no, could be Arkansas, like Arkansas. Arkansas is Little Rock. That's true. Oh, I'm. Th- what about one of the Dakotas? One of the Dakotas Ooh. or Nebraska? North North Dakota could be up there, but I'm I'm yeah, gonna say I've... I'm gonna say like I'm confident that it's gonna be Mississippi or Arkansas. All right, top three is South Dakota first. Um, first for cheapest. Uh, All right. North Dakota second. Nebraska third. Really? Oh, Bro, you yeah. Shane Holy has, shit! Shane, Shane has fucking a tough did that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, that's crazy. I mean, that is, is one of those I was thinking. I was like, there's not even like the South. Like, there's still like a decent amount of people there. There's barely anyone in like Nebraska, Dakotas. You know? Not I sure. what, what the way I thought about it was like you think about states that are like ranked by like you know education or like that kind of general. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I, I, I would know. say, like, Mississippi and Arkansas are, like, really low in that regard. So, like, I think of, like, you know, people are – less people are, like, graduating high school or whatever. There's going to be a lot less lower income. But that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I mean, what, are you, what are people from New York then doing on a date in South Dakota? Like, like if you're from New York and you go on a date in South Dakota, like, where are you taking your All right, right. They're, they're purchasing Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, you, so what you do is you um you go to a touristy spot and you go – and you say, hey, do you like horses? And she's, um, she says, yes. And you know, what you do is you go on like a horse riding tour. And you get very, it gets very romantic. And then you go to a five-star restaurant because you can afford it because it's at a five-star restaurant in Nebraska. And you enjoy like a filet mignon dinner. And it all oh. costs $10. If I lived in southwest Minnesota, or Minnesota? No, southwest Montana. Um, no. What's MN? Minnesota. Minnesota. If I lived in South 
West Minnesota. Um, I would not think twice before I went to South Dakota for, for a date because the average date goes from $109 to $38 and just a, wow. a single car ride. So <laughs> I, I think the, like the it's average going like there. cities, you know, it's cities between rural places. Um, yeah. So people in Southwest Minnesota are probably paying about the same. Sorry, I have a piece of ice in my mouth, and I just realized that. <laughs> 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 like Guys, there, no, you're good. there's only one five-star restaurant in South Dakota. Wait, where, but what is it, though? Is it in... Is it is it a steakhouse? It's got to be, like, a nice steakhouse. Like That's what I'm going to guess. Restaurant. Cheyenne Crossing. What kind of food? If, I don't know if I would trust it. <laughs> but if it's five stars, it must be... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's kind of a random spot for a, a really nice fresh Mexican restaurant. So but, normal. But if, you know, if, if you had to good. guess, if you had to guess, what state would have the most Michelin-starred restaurants? Oh, Ooh, that's going to be either California or New York. I guess feel what, like. Yeah, yeah. But between the two, what do you think? Between the Wait, two, are, are Michelin star restaurants that common that you have like multiple in the U.S.? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. There's okay. certain, there's definitely some food hubs like New York, um, Los Angeles, um, San Francisco to a lesser degree too. Um, the, all these Portland. places have. I feel like Portland. Is, it it is probably has, yeah. probably has I some. I don't know. Probably has at least a few, but it's not going to be as much as the three I mentioned. Um, those are all like big food hubs. So they're absolutely hey. going to have some like Michelin, a decent amount of Michelin restaurants. No, no, never mind. Texas will, no, Texas will have some, but probably not as many, but they'll have some for sure. Damn, geography is really cool. Bro, I feel oh like this website was God. on the hike because it said this Mexican restaurant was a five-star Michelin restaurant. That, I mean, <laughs> what? In, in South, in Dakota. South Dakota? Random, yeah. but... This is their website. No, like, isn't... Possible, though. What's the most... Is it... Okay, so the best restaurant in the world is in Modena. Um, Where? Modena, Italy. Italy. Oh, okay. Which is also the city where Ferrari is from. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, best restaurant in the world according to who? Uh, it's just known as the best restaurant in the world. I don't know. Like, it, it probably has the most stars. Most. I think. Michelin I think there's stars. like. I think there's like yearly like Michelin ratings or something along those lines, man. Like, I know I've seen yeah. like. If you ever watch like Chef's Table on like Netflix or anything, they'll talk about like, oh, like this restaurant in Moscow was like the number three rated restaurant in the world or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. Well, okay. Okay. Course, I, I just but, found a I just found a chart of top Michelin star. Oh wait, sorry. Countries ranked by how many Michelin star restaurants they have. Um, if you had to guess, what is mm-hmm. number one? Number one. I'm guessing France. Either France or Italy or the U.S. Yeah, I'm going with. US. I'm going with the U.S. because it's too big. And, you guys, uh, like, this is very surprising to me, but you are all wrong. What? Michelin. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm gonna. I'm is gonna Japan? say Japan. By the way, this is Michelin three star yeah. three star restaurants. Wait, what did you say, Brendan? Yeah, we're, I, we're, we both we're, said Japan. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. It. Yeah. Actually, that makes sense. I know there's there's a, a bunch over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just was um, thinking about Ratatouille earlier today. So France is number two. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. So it's Japan with twenty eight. By the way, wow. this Michelin three stars. There are oh three yeah. 
Yeah. So that's like the highest like tier. Yeah. Like Michelin star. Um, so Japan is 28, France, 27, super close. Uh, us 14, Germany, 11, China, 10, Italy, nine, Italy is number six. Damn. They got to step and, it up. And it's, it's tied with Spain also with nine. Okay. I mean, still, I mean, it's quite a lot to get three stars. I mean, like the, just getting one star is a big deal, let alone yeah. that to that degree. It has and to be look the up, finest, finest place. Look up the Modena restaurant. And, can you, and, can you spell it out? Well, I know how to spell Modena? Modena, but what's the restaurant called? Modena's the city. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the restaurant's called, but if you type like restaurant in Modena, it's, it's probably going to show up. Is it? Oh, I found it. There's a from Yeah, that's what, came up. that's what came up for me as well. So why, wait, straight oh, up, yeah, why, why is this the number one? Like, what makes it the best restaurant in the entire world? Have you, do you know? Um, enough people gave it the best uh, rating in the world to make it the best restaurant in the world. Um, okay. Yeah, it's like wow. Godfather being the best rated movie of all time or Citizen Kane. Yeah, it doesn't mean yeah. you'll like it the best, but it's yeah, just yeah. up there. I mean, you like, I'm, I'm looking at pictures of it, and it looks, like, nice, but it's not what I expect out of, like, the nicest restaurant in the entire oh, world. I watched the vlog once. I watched the vlog once of this guy in, in, in the U.S. He's, like, our age. He yeah. planned a trip around going to that restaurant with his girlfriend or something, and he showed the bill. It wasn't crazy. It was something, like, I mean, it was definitely too much money for food. Uh, it was like two thousand dollars or something. I don't. I can't remember but, if, if it was two thousand dollars for him or two thousand dollars per person, but it was probably per person. Um, but yeah, he did the whole thing like a thousand courses. Uh, wow, a thousand? And, uh, I, no, no. I was <laughs> to say, I was like, was he there for a week? Like, what's going on? There? <laughs> but I mean, it's one of those you pay for the experience too. It's more yeah, than just yeah, the yeah. food. I mean, you pay, you get the drinks, the dessert. You're surrounded probably by like really nice artwork. I bet they're on like a waterfall or something. Like, you know, you you spend some money, but you get to experience something that's like kind of a once in a lifetime. That's like one of my bucket list goals actually is to go to um like a nice restaurant like that just once, just to kind of experience that. What what is the uh nicest restaurant you guys have ever been to? Oh, that's a good question. The Denny's in PB. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yes. I, I hop at PB at 1 a.m. You guys ever hear of the loft? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Zanzibar combo boys. Bro, the the, the truffle fries in uh gas, in our, no in um at Dallas Point. Oh, Dallas Point, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so Dallas Point. Oh. Um I Bro, know. we're getting the we're getting the truffle fries at Bellas Point when I'm there. Oh, 100 percent Has to happen. I already ordered, happen. I already put in the order. Cool. Guys, also just real quick. Just like a big like what the fuck moment, the Michelin stars when they talk about like oh yeah, it's Michelin the same stars. Michelin as tires. It's a fucking yeah. Michelin tire company. Yeah. yeah, it was like it was a it was based it's on a promotion fact. because you know Michelin's a tire company and it's all about transportation and traveling. So they're like we're gonna send people on Michelin tires to like explore restaurants and rate them, and now it's just become like the the you know the the gold standard for that like, restaurant. That's crazy though. <laughs> That's really random. I was yeah. like. Yo, why is there a logo of the fucking car tire company? <laughs> Meanwhile, it is the Michelin stars are just like a part of it. They just, did, way, that on, they just did that on the side. 
by the way, uh, California has the most with seven in the U.S. Which way? Wow. Where? Where are they? In what cities? Uh, we got Saint Helena. Where's that? I don't, I assume they're big. They're, they're near big like metropolitan areas. We have one in Saint Helena, one in Yountville, one in Healdsburg, three in San Francisco, one in Los Gatos. What? Oh wait, SF, Shane, that's your Shane. That's your N. Three in San Francisco. Uh, yeah. Okay. There's, there's, there, and there's tons of like one and two star ones as well. Actually, I, I've actually have a list of some of the uh, one star ones that I, I want to go check out sometime later this year. Have you heard of any of these three? It's Quince, which is like a fruit, I think. Uh, Bennu and Atelier Cren. I have not. No, I. I mean, I've only been looking at like one star ones. Truthfully, I, I'm starting small. That's fair. That's fair. So like, are there's there um. Oh, those are three star. Yes, yes, stars? yes, yes. Oh. There's tons more too in one star. Oh, like yeah. for example, okay. like Octavia, Lord Stanley, SPQR, Al's Place, um, yeah. In Situ, or Damn. Wakurio. I think that's like a kind of like I think it's a Korean one. But um, is that off the top of your head? You just named no, like no. Five I actually, stars? I have oh. a. So I actually, I have a like okay. a list of San Francisco like places yeah. to check out by neighborhood that i've just been going through over the past since i moved here over a year ago and i have a little section dedicated to um some just cool michelin star like one star places i'd like to check out so I haven't checked Bro, out any of them yet but let's on the let's list. fucking like straight up let's plan to go to one when i'm there like i'm super down yeah no, be down. i really want to go to the one in the mexican place in south dakota now <laughs> <laughs> I have to Dude. Bro, that said it was a five-star Michelin restaurant, so I'm pretty sure it was one. <laughs> that, I mean, <laughs> it has to be the best in the world, then. It's impossible. <laughs> the greatest restaurant of all time. Dude, I have I have kind of trust issues now with, like, getting Mexican food in random places because yeah. I actually had the worst Mexican food of my life was in the beautiful Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Oh, which yeah. Should have been a should have been a red flag off the get-go, but Jackson Hole is like this little touristy area it's kind of in between yellowstone and the grand grand tetons beautiful area right it's probably beautiful yeah it is gorgeous but um there's kind of this like hub where they have like i think some like casinos and like some like nice restaurants and we, we saw a bunch of people mobbing out to this um mexican place and it's like a bigger restaurant like a little more more fancy which already should have been like kind of a red flag it was a little like overly nice kind of like remind me of like cheesecake factory like a little bit Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay, there's probably a good much, bunch of people going here. It must be decent. And by the time we sat down, waited in the line and ate, we all kind of like looked at each other and we were like, this is like, this is god awful. Like, I could cook better Mexican food myself <laughs> really? than this restaurant. Oh, yeah, so bland. So, and people were like eating it up and we're like looking around. It's like, just no one know this isn't good, like Mexican food. Like, because we're from California. So, like, you have to at least yeah, be yeah, decent yeah. here, you know. There's there's higher standards, but yeah, this random place in Wyoming was just awful. Yeah, it's it's crazy how much we take it for granted. I yeah. got Mexican food at uh, the airport in JFK. It was so bad. I paid like thirteen dollars for a quesadilla, and it was just like it wasn't real. It wasn't even like a real. I could have gone to Del Taco. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, the bar, the bar down this, the a block away from us right now has way better Mexican food than that fancy Ooh, restaurant. Don't tempt me like that, Shane. Don't tempt me like that. My hat. Throw it out there. You guys, I literally, I'm looking at a map of Michelin star places in Chicago, and I've been to one. I didn't even know it was fucking Michelin star. Oh, Denny's. Shit. 
it's, <laughs> it's literally it's a brewery, which is crazy. Wow, oh, that's intriguing. Yeah, it's called Moody Tongue Brewery, and their beer is really fucking good. And I wanted to go there because like their beer is like super high quality. And okay, yeah. very cool. And I, I get it. Like their restaurant is pretty like fancy. So yeah, that'll, that'll do it. You're like getting blacked out drunk at the Michelin star restaurant. That's an expensive <laughs> night. Yeah. How do I, this, this website sucks. How do I <laughs> fucking, look at that? how do I fucking add more than one fucking filter at once? Oh, wait. Uh, I saw that there's like two, 2500 like something uh michelin star restaurants in brazil but i can't um seem to find which how many of those are three michelin star restaurants. oh yeah there's for sure gonna be some good ones i feel like uh, yeah there's a lot of rich people in brazil too especially in sao paulo there's so much bougie shit here like it i mean that that's the same with any big city I yeah yeah Dude, oh. you want to hear a really random fact about uh, Concord? So, yeah. like, I am originally from Concord. I'm, I'm living in San Francisco right now. The highest rated restaurant in Concord is a Brazilian steakhouse. What would you show? I don't know. I don't remember what it's called. But That's we, went, crazy though. we went there for my little brother's birthday because he was being difficult with what he wanted. And I was like, I just want to eat it right? like a nice meal with lots of meat. And he was like, oh. so he got all excited about that. And then, yeah, it was it was actually delicious. I was very, I was just blown away. Yeah. And I got a couple of those. Um, I think they're called Caperinias or, um, yeah, yeah. you, oh you guys are going to have a lot of those here. Oh, I'm like, those were, those were game changing. Is, yeah. What is that? Is that like a dessert? No, no. it is. It is almost, it's, it's kind of similar it's, to a margarita in essence, very oh, like lime, lime based. The alcohol is very different. It is. Yeah. It's, it's a, do you know what cachaça is Brandon? Do you know what right? like Italian like grappa is? Crap? Grappa. <laughs> no, I don't. No? I you were sorry, I thought you were talking about um uh I thought you were talking about uh Cuomo for a second. No, okay. So it's it's I don't know what it's made of, um cachaça, but it's it's like I think it might be sugar. I might it might like sugar candy. It's something. the hardest alcohol I've ever tasted is cachaça. So then they mix cachaça with sugar and lime basically or lemons. Um and it, it's delicious. And like in Homana's country house that she has here in, in the like small beach town. Have I told you guys about her like country house at all? I think one. So, so her mean, parents tell me tell me her more. parents have like a group of like eight i think couples that they're really close to because they all worked together um so they bought this huge like land in like a small city like two hours away from santos and they all bought like built little houses on the land and and it's right next to a river where there's like actual like rainforest animals and it's like rainforest climate yeah. and it's like very humid and they built the houses. So they're all neighbors and they built like this huge um, swimming pool and there's like a soccer field and shit. And um, we go there a lot. Brazilian midsummer. Ooh. Yeah. And they go there a lot, like basically like almost every week. And during the summer, they invite like 
so basically we'll go like want to invite like 20 people to go there and spend like seven days like in the sun and then they go like yeah let's do it and then like everyone's there and everyone's just like in the sun basically like frying and drinking caipirinhas and mm. playing like swimming pool volleyball Ooh, and it's dope. Dope. Yeah. what are they frying their skin um yeah so you guys will be are we gonna go to yeah oh but i was getting to all right brandon your spain story <laughs> actually you you went to like a lot of different countries right Liechtenstein, vatican no <laughs> right, I did go, I, so i went to andorra which that's crazy so I, while I was there, I that's the craziest there. sentence anyone said on dog days <laughs> i want i want you guys to hear my movie plot right now it's kind of based on a true story just a little bit so you have a couple like a guy and a girl uh and they're gonna do the same tour that i did right which is three countries one day we started in barcelona we drove up through spain we went to a city called baga and then to like a small village in france then to andorra then back to spain then back to barcelona right so that's the premise right and this couple is on the trip and at the first stop and the next in spain and then in france so you get out you walk around for a little bit and then you like come back to the bus and you keep going right and so everything looks like european and then all of a sudden you get to andorra and you're like climbing up through the hills so it does kind of look like midsummer i wish I, I might have some pictures i can show or something but like all you see around you are like huge grassy mountainous hills you're really high in elevation there's like cows everywhere then all of a sudden like everything changes in the architecture all of a sudden like all the buildings are clustered on top of one another they're like all advertising cigarettes and like random products like watches and cell phones and laptops and sunglasses and like all the houses are made out of like different colors and you feel like you've stepped into like a different universe and you continue up this hill and then back down the hill and then all of a sudden it's like you enter this like massive valley there's like a huge tower that like spikes up into the air and like a gigantic not gigantic but like a a, lar- a very very large village filled with like shops and stuff like that right and that so that, sounds this sort of sounds like san francisco bunch of colored houses coit big, tower that big valley lots of little, little villages and like neighborhoods but give yourself like a north korea vibe oh that's right? not fun like like it's just like everything seems a little bit too perfect like something something just seems a little bit off you know and uh and like the huge tower building or whatever they say they're like oh yeah that's a spa right um and so you know we're like the couple's going through into andorra and the uh the uh van like stops and there's like grocery store parking lot they say all right guys uh, we have an hour, just everyone meet back here at 315. Uh, but go ahead and like, go ahead and explore. So the first thing that you do is that you walk around you start like walking towards this like tourist info place. And they said where it is, uh, but you're having trouble finding it. And like all the shops are like really random. Like they sell like Gucci and Dior and like those kinds of products, but they're not those stores. Like they're, they're just like department stores that sell those products. And so you're like wandering around, like, looking around like everything seems a little bit off everything's way too clean like you just feel like you not just like 
changed dimension, but changed like into like a new, like into the Twilight Zone or something. And so you go and you find this like tourist place and then you're like walking around somewhere. All of a sudden you look at the time and it's like getting late. Like it's like three o'clock and you've got a long walk back to where the van was, right? So you're like, oh, we gotta, we gotta get back. We gotta get back. So you start kind of like moving quickly and you get back and it's like 316. And all of a sudden like the van's gone. And you're like, that's weird. Like maybe they're just like in a different spot than where they dropped us off. So you're like looking around and you remember that like earlier on the tour, the, uh, the bus driver had said to like be on time to like get back. Cause like, can't wait all day, but like, you wouldn't think that the bus is going to like leave without you. So anyways, so you're like walking around the parking lot. You don't see it. You're starting to get like a little bit concerned, but it's like, whatever, it's fine. But you definitely feel uneasy. And so you call the, uh, you call the place, right? And the tour place is not answering. Like nobody's answering. Even like the bus driver's personal number, he's like not answering. And you're starting to get like very concerned, you know? And you're like, maybe, you know, service is really bad. And we're having a fun time. Like there's no stress. Like, obviously we want to be on our tour. We want to get back to like Barcelona, like we planned tonight, but if we end up stuck a night in Andorra, let's see if we can get like a room somewhere. Like it'll be, everything's going to be fine. And then, so you're walking around, you're like, let's stop in, let's get a like drink somewhere. And so you like have a beer while you're on Wi-Fi, and you still like can't connect to like call this person. And you're just starting to get confused. So you're like, let's go like just check into a hotel real quick. And so you're walking towards a hotel and then all of a sudden you see the tour guide. And you're like, what? Like, I'm so confused. And the tour guide is just walking by himself kind of like in the same direction that you're walking or in the opposite direction. So you're walking towards each other. And so you kind of like in awe, like start walking a little bit faster and you get like right up in front of him and you're like, hey, hey, like Arnold, like what's up? Like, what are you doing here? Where's the bus? And the guy just looks at you so bewildered and he's like confused and he like shakes his head no and like keeps walking. And you're like so concerned because that was your tour guide or at least someone who looked just like your tour guide. So you go up and like behind him and you like kind of like turn him around and he like pushes you away and he's like, no, like get away from me. Right. And he like moves off in his direction. Like you both look at each other like that's so weird. Like what the heck is going on right now? And so, you know, um, but then you like right off, you're like, maybe that was just someone else that just doesn't look like him and then we can't connect. And so you're walking to like go check into a hotel and uh, all the hotels are full and right. And like the sun's going down, like as you're kind of giving up hope, like you're getting another drink somewhere. You're like, maybe we can just kind of like walk around all night or like find somewhere. And then all of a sudden you like run into this like group of people and they're like friends and they're like, Hey, just hang out with us tonight. Like, you know, what? like, we'll, we'll like give you a place to say, like, don't even worry. Uh, and so you like take them up on their offer. Cause obviously like, it's going to be better than sitting in the streets at this point. Like you're just happy to like find something like normal. And, uh, so you're like talking to them and hanging out. And then like, you start drinking, they take you back to like one of their houses and like, you know, everything's good. And it kind of like gets split up. Like the two, the couple like get split up. We're like, the guy is hanging out with like uh, one group at like the party 
and then the girls like hanging out with like another group at the party and they're like talking to each other and like all of a sudden you like cut scenes in between here and they're like asking questions to these people and the people are not giving really like straight answers so like the girl is asking like so are you guys all from like andorra or like why and like that group is like telling them like yeah like we went to high school here like we're all from here and then like the other group is telling the guy like oh yeah like no we went to college like in switzerland and now we're like living here for like just the summer and things just like aren't adding up to the viewer but like the couple gets back together and they're like talking and then the whole group is back together again and then all of a sudden like someone slips and says like oh yeah like i remember when i was young here and like the guy says i thought you weren't from andorra and then all of a sudden like basically the whole like shit starts to descend into madness and like these people realize that like they're just like stuck in andorra not not in andorra like we think of andorra but like in a different dimension of the universe andorra where like time is stopped everywhere else and there's just like no escaping for them that's the vibe that i got from andorra pretty much that's it i mean wow that's a very vivid description it sounds like oddly specific (laughs) <laughs> it sounds like the book. It sounds like the book uh, Uzumaki from the uh, <laughs> Japanese author horror like manga author Junji Ito, which is a book that's about like a city where everything's weird and something seems off, and like you get to like understanding what's off about the city as the book goes on. And I lent it to Ben because he was interested in reading it. And he gave it back to me, and he was like, I can't read it. It's too creepy. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, got, I got through, like, maybe a third of the book, if that. And I was just like, this shit is just fucked up, man. Bro, why? This is this makes me even want to read it more. Yeah, wait a minute. Does it, does it actually parallel my story? No. Okay. It takes place in Andorra. Uh, let's see it's it. Just, it's just like pure like body horror yeah. is uh, uh, bro, it's sick. Okay. And I don't know if I'm into uh, body horror. <laughs> yeah. That's like that's like the quintessential case of body horror is shit like that. But um bro, you were in Barcelona when Messi was sold to PSG. Yeah, bro, I was told I was Brendan. In, I was in Barcelona and I was in Paris the same day. Dude, the French are going to be pissed off at you, man. Like, the one time you were there, Messi leaves on a plane with you, and then you both show up in France, and then... I think the French are going to be happy. The Spanish... No, sorry, the Spanish are going to be happy. I'm getting getting all mixed up here. God damn it, why'd you bring him here? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if we want to talk about Messi and PSG, though, because it's going to take, like... Like, it's a legit, like, one hour. It's the biggest... Okay, so basically, just to sum it up for Ben... (laughs) Just to sum it up for Ben in one sentence, the biggest news in in soccer that could happen, that could be in the news today, would be Pelé just died. The second biggest news that could happen in the soccer world today is Messi just left Barcelona. (laughs) And guess what? Messi just fucking left Barcelona for a team that was already super unfairly stacked. Uh, so it's, yeah. But we can talk about that, like, extensively next week if you guys want. Um, 
But yeah, yeah I want to hear about Brandon's trip a little bit more. I yeah, and I could talk about my trip forever. I just really okay. wanted to share that story with Andorra. There's also like a bunch of other like minor details I wanted to like write into the script of like in like one of the earlier cities. Um, there's like a guy doing street magic or whatever. Ooh. But um, so like the guys doing street magic and like he calls like a volunteer. So like the guy from the couple like goes up to volunteer. And so like as a viewer, it's like really subtle. You don't realize, but like the street magician is actually just like um like a petty thief and so he like steals the guy's watch without the guy like realizing because the guy thinks he's just volunteering for a magic trick but like instead like he had his watch stolen and that's like why they end up being late to like go back to the bus um it's because like he like i don't know uh, why he wouldn't just check his phone but like (laughs) he also the thief also (laughs) stole his phone (laughs) yeah (laughs) that could work too but like basically like maybe he sets like I don't know. Basically, I, I just want to like write that into and just like also like I don't know. It just seemed like such a, like a crazy concept. That's literally though the vibe that Andorra was giving. I I think okay. Two things. First is, um, I think you guys are in a very privileged position where you've lived in very neat places and places where like everything looks very very standardized like if you go from yeah. like if you go from like what's the north easternmost point and like probably somewhere like Maine fucking yeah whatever if you go from there to like San Diego it's nothing changes but it's like if you go <laughs> from any if if you go that same distance anywhere else in the world it's going to be like two different worlds it's going to be yeah. like from the middle east to like russia or like from like somewhere in Africa to like Switzerland. Like it's, it's crazy how, um, normal and neat and, and, uh, well-working and modern everything is in the U S. So, um, I'm not saying like Andorra is not like that. Like I do believe that it is weird and creepy. Um, but also there's a factor that like anything that looks remotely different, it's going to look a lot different to you guys. Um, and also, um, yeah, that could be like, that could either be like a really cool short story that gains like a, a, a life of its own. And like, I could see that happening. Or you could even make a novel with that. Oh, like a little like short bro, book or imagine, imagine, Bro, being a novelist, it would be so cool. It would be so dope. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I can do the um, the routine of a novelist of like waking up, knowing that all you have to do in that whole day is writing and like knowing that like no one's going to push you to write. You're just going to have to push yourself and knowing that there's no like you have to make your own schedule. That's kind of. Damn, do you Hard think the book Misery then is a metaphor for writer's block? What book? Misery by Stephen <laughs> King. Maybe. I've never read it, but I know what it's about a little bit. Maybe it is. Well, I've been Brennan. I would recommend everyone go visit Andorra at least like once in their lifetime. Maybe uh, write a book about it, make a movie about it. If you want to be casted, 
uh, let me know. Screenplay maybe coming in the next like three months. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I'll see y'all in Andorra. I've been Ben, and I'll be releasing a movie about Andorra in the next two months that I can sue Brendan for a copyright infringement. <laughs> make my movie. <laughs> I'm Shane. Send us some Michelin recommends or restaurant rest recommendations in general, because this whole podcast made me really hungry. Here's the deal. I'll open up Uzumaki in a random page and read whatever appears in the page. Um, oh my gosh, Ben. Stuff in your face with that thing. <laughs> don't be a silly. Wait, don't be silly. A hurricane doesn't really have an eye. I mean, Intriguing. it's a metaphor. Yeah. Just like this podcast. Good night, everyone. <laughs> you can't stay here. You can't stay here. You can't stay here. You can't stay here. Your body is a... Bro, Ben, remember what you said? Slow patrol? Oh shit! Can we just land here? And just forget the world. If we just land here. Oh, that's a good one. Dude, if we just. Do you remember when Ben said your body is a wonder wall? Said your body's a wonder wall. <laughs> Did I say that? Yes. When? Your body. You What's said... that song by Jimmy Eat World? <laughs> your you body's know, a wonder wall. No. And it takes sometimes. Take a little